You Betcha She Did is sponsored by John Erline Photo. Ladies, it's time to put your best face forward. Your headshot should reflect the confidence and professionalism that you bring to the table. I understand that having your photo taken can be a little nerve-wracking, maybe even a little uncomfortable. That's why John Erline Photo is here to coach you every step of the way. With a gentle and supportive approach, John's expertise as an expression coach will guide you to a headshot that truly captures your unique personality and professionalism. Over 100 five-star reviews can attest to the fact that John Erline Photo has helped hundreds of people feel comfortable and confident in front of his camera. Myself included, I love the headshots I got from John. Everyone deserves to have a headshot that they love, and John is here to make that happen. Book your appointment now at www.johnerlinephoto, that's J-O-N-E-R-L-I-E-N photo.com. Your image is worth investing in. Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Welcome back to You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs and women who have paved the way share their wit and wisdom. My guest today is Jess Lambrecht, who is the Executive Officer for the Division of Continuing Education and Community Engagement at UW-Green Bay. Thanks, Raina. Jess, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here too. Um, You first came to my attention because Part of UW-Green Bay is the UW Women's Leadership Institute, which is something I didn't even know existed, and I know it's a relatively new thing. Tell our listeners a little bit about uh, that. The Institute for Women's Leadership has been around for just encroaching two years now. Um, It was really started out of a need to help foster and develop the female leader. Uh, As we know that the percentage of women who are in executive level roles and own businesses is significantly less than our male counterparts. And so a few individuals on campus came together to formulate some ideas and um, really put together a great program outline of offerings to make sure that we were supporting the female in our community. What are some of the things that the UW Women's Leadership Institute offer? Because I know sometimes when people think of universities and colleges, they're like, well, I'm not a college student, so it's nothing to do with me. But that's not the case. Absolutely. I think that's one of the common misperceptions of higher education is that you go, as you mentioned, for a baccalaureate degree, not realizing that an institution probably has so much more to offer you as a community member and as a business leader. Um, So within the the division, we serve over 80,000 learners on an annual basis through different types of programming um, that we are intent about different modalities, different intensities, um, you know, between bite-sized learning that you might attend for an hour or two, you know, your traditional type webinars um, into stronger certificate programs, which require a little bit more intensity, um, but not as intensive, right, as your traditional three-credit class that would take you a full 14 weeks to complete. So we um, offer 
coffee conversations once a month. We bring in executive leaders to talk about their journey. Uh, We call it our stories from experience that really showcase how a woman rose to her level of success and what she accomplished and how she handled different obstacles that came her way. Um, And then we do a, a deeper certificate program that meets six to eight times over a three month period for three or four hours and to really um, dig in deeper on a particular topic so that individuals can go back to their workplaces and apply what they've learned um, as a result of rich conversation with uh, other peers who might be having a similar lived experience. That's neat and kind of a little bit mind-blowing perhaps because yeah if you're entering a new job or you are a female entrepreneur or leader and you're like all right I'm in this new role and I've got a lot of experience in this one area, but, you know, maybe technically I, I need more skills in this one. You don't have to commit to another four-year degree. It's like, oh, I can just take, like you said, this certificate program for three months and, you know, learn this program or this skill set. That's nice. I think the public really I would absolutely, know a lot absolutely about that. agree. Um, and I think, you know, especially with the new era of technology and how we how learning it happens today than it did traditionally, you know, 15, 20 years ago, where you read the textbook, you regurgitated it into an exam, you wrote the the essay. Now we're in a space of constant learning, right? And that, uh, you know, frankly, my own philosophy is you should never stop learning anyway. Um, but how do you, where do you go for that, right? How do you dive into a particular topic? How do you continue to upskill? And if you're not constantly thinking about that upskill aspect to develop um, an understanding of a particular software program or how you need to write new contracts or how a particular industry operates, um, I think you're going to miss out, right? And you're going to start to fall behind. And I I think that's even more important in today's era and will only be that much more important as we advance in lots of different industries and spaces in the decades to come. Yeah, I fully agree. I well, with your philosophy, first off, I fully agree too. It's like you're always learning. You you should be a not only because it's fun, and maybe that qualifies me as a nerd, and I'll fully embrace that. But I don't know. It just makes life more interesting. And yeah, if you want to advance, you're always trying to learn a new skill. I like that whole um, term, upskill. It's like, what skill are you trying to accomplish now that's going to get you to the next level? Like, can you give us some examples of um, certificates or webinars or classes that you've seen? Um, especially female students, but any student take. Yeah, I mean, things that um, are probably a little bit obvious, but super important to be in a space where you feel safe enough to dialogue about maybe some sensitive topics. Um, I think a lot about our offerings where we talk about confidence in the workspace. Um, Just this morning, in fact, we had a conversation with a group of women about the balance between being respected and liked uh, in an office space, right? That's a tricky balance. So we had an hour and a half conversation on that, um, thinking about how do we advocate for ourselves? Um, How do you make sure that you're not being a pushover, but you're not coming on so strong, right? And as a female leader, that's very different than our male counterparts like it or not. So we do a lot of the nonverbal aspect and confidence building that I think a lot of women can use support in that space. In our deeper certificate program, we go through 
through content such as being an authentic leader, um, how to, again, lead with confidence, how to be mindful um, about being in, leading in an inclusive space, how to communicate effectively your viewpoint and perspective, your body language, right? And I think as we age, we can always use an opportunity to refine that and to be better in that space. And so that's in our certificate offering where we take a much deeper dive into those spaces. But then we do those bite-sized learning opportunities, uh, like I mentioned this morning, where it was simply focused on balancing the respect and being likable, like being inclusive. And we do those in where we share out uh, recent articles so that folks can come in prepared to have a, a, a rich conversation on a particular topic and a focused area. So it's not just a bunch of women getting together to uh, commiserate, right? But it's being leading and having conversation with intentionality so that women leave with one action item, maybe a new article, a new book, someone they need to reach out to and have a conversation and follow up with. That's definitely a part of it. And then we're also going to be adding some executive level coaching. As we know, and as we advance into higher level leadership, we've got different and unique needs in comparison to the new individual in the workplace. So we've got a really robust website that details out all of the offerings so that people can come as they are, join as they can, uh, realize that we all lead very busy lives. And so, um, Come, come and participate when you can at those monthly conversations or take a deeper dive, um, take a bigger risk, uh, learn even more. So, yeah, I love that. I love the flexibility built into it, too, because like you said, people have very crazy lives, you know, whether or not they are, have a family or but people have a lot going on. So being able to fit it in when you can. Yeah, and is, I think what we're also doing very intentionally <laughs> is building partnerships with employers, especially for organizations who maybe don't have an established uh, employee resource group or business resource group, right? They want to foster growth for their employees as well, their female employees. And they may not have a space for that or uh, a way to do so. Um, so we help foster that. We actually do coaching with businesses to help them establish those in an organic, meaningful way. And then we also invite just individuals from the community who maybe don't work in a space that that's recognized or a part of their role or have the flexibility to do so. So we do have a membership structure um, so that people can, again, come and go easily and learn as they can, learn as they are. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Besides being the host of You Betcha She Did, I am also the brains behind the Ladies First digital media company, which amplifies women's voices through podcasts and YouTube channels. If you are a woman business owner, a coach, or a thought leader, you should seriously consider starting a podcast or YouTube channel to grow your business. This is a surefire way to find and grow your niche audience, and there's no time like the present to get started. As an experienced YouTube and podcast producer, I can help you launch your show, manage it, as well as help you grow it through proven strategies. If you want to know more, set up a 15-minute discovery call with me, Raina Rakicki. Check the show notes for the link or visit my website at www.ladiesfirstdigitalmedia.com. Now's the time to get your voice out there. Now, I understand, too, you have a big event coming up on April 20th. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. So that's our it? annual celebration. Again, we're approaching our second year of uh, of the Institute. And so this really is our annual event to bring people together who've hopefully participated in our programming along the way. Uh, we're bringing in a national keynote speaker, Mariana Atencio, who has been on national networks. And we're really excited about it. We're hoping for 500 folks will come join us on the main campus. And then our hope is that we'll record it to be able to deliver out on an virtual capacity. As we know, a lot of our members and participants don't have the ease um, to necessarily always come to the in-person. And so we recognize serving a 16-county region that we have to be adaptable in that way. But if you can come join us in person, it's a great evening uh, with heavy appetizers, great content to really understand what makes you special and unique and how you can better advocate for yourself in the workspace. So I hope all of our listeners can join us here in Green Bay for for that major event. And in the show notes, I'll have links for um, the different classes as well as this event. So if you are interested in checking it out, please look to those show notes for the answer. I love this, this whole idea of, you know, using the Women's Leadership Institute for networking, no matter where you are, if you're at the more of the executive level or the beginning level, coaching, like I said, talking about confidence, like essential skills really for anybody, regardless of where they are in their career, you know, obviously women have come a long way and we still have a long way to go. Um, what do you see as the biggest hurdles for women um, in your experience, either, you know, in the university setting or outside? Yeah, of I think one workspace? of the greatest challenges that I hear from the women who participate in our programming is really the um, the challenge of balance, right? We have a lot of commitments on our plates. We live in a generation where if you have kids, right, they're involved in multiple activities. Maybe you're caring for an aging parent at the same time, plus trying to keep up with the demands of maybe an intense workplace, because that's just who you are and the and the, the interests and passions you have. And so I think at the end of the day, it's about uh, balance, right? How do we lead with effectiveness, uh, be true to ourselves and not burn ourselves out? And And I think... Uh, in this, in the age of being more conscious of our mental health, I think it's a critical aspect that we attend to because I think we have a, a definitely a lot of risks on our hands if we don't aren't conscious about that and supporting women and realizing that they have a space to to communicate about those things, to share those hurdles, challenges, you know, every day, and being able to be our own advocate when we are feeling a little overmaxed, right, and when we need to take a step back or a breather, and when truthfully we want to. Take on more challenges, right? Um, so I think at the end of the day, it's it's about a balancing act that is never easy and very delicate, and it and changes at every stage of your career and at every stage of your family. Yeah, I mean, luckily, I I feel that workplaces are getting friendlier in that regard, like paying more attention to mental health and work life balance, and and checking in with people so they don't reach that burnout stage where they do want to leave and, you know, go somewhere else. And I think with that, COVID, we experienced a lot of that, right? Women in particular left the workforce at a significant rate because they had childcare issues and then re-entering the workforce can be quite challenging. So I think that is a factor. And then the other thing I'll add is because of industry changes and technology, art, artificial intelligence, you know, being on the forefront of what we're going to be uh, experiencing, right? Uh, we have to continue to adapt our skills to be more nimble, to be able to um, enter into new industries that maybe we hadn't thought about before. We're not in a space where people stay in a career for 20 years anymore, right? Uh, we're constantly adjusting. And so we need to be more adaptable and, and, and able to learn along the way. Going off of that line of thinking, 
you know, we were talking earlier about how you would like people to think of four-year institutions or the universities of Green Bay and other UW systems as not just that place for a four-year degree, but a place for continual outreach to help you you know, whether or not you're a currently enrolled student or not. Yeah, 100%. So uh, we provide learning for many industries um, and interested in partnering with even more. um, But we have a number of offerings specifically for healthcare, specifically for social workers who need licensure requirements and continuous upskilling. We've got things that are related to leadership development in general, right? As we become new supervisors within an organization, how do you lead in those spaces? We've got things that are very specific to supply chain, project management, things that, again, that maybe doesn't require a full-on series of courses and credential in that space, but things that are going to be more bite-sized learning um, to help you prepare for that. On the other end, we also have programming specifically designed for retired uh, seniors, folks who maybe have stopped out of the workspace, but still want to participate in just personal enrichment along with others. And so our lifelong learning program, we do um, a number of hands-on classes related to cooking and um, outdoor adventures and history lessons and things that are just super cool to learn about, but you don't need a a full-on day conference or don't necessarily want to pick up a book and read about it. You'd rather be in person and learning from someone in an oral way uh, uh, that we'd like to engage with others. So we have a number of offerings that I just, again, to the average community member, I think they have no idea that we exist. And so my goal is to be able to better showcase that to anyone in the community. I think that's it's good to take advantage of the resources that are already out there um, that, like you said, we don't even know and it's at a fairly low cost, us, um, right? These so are not highly, they're very school. much more, yeah. let's meet you where you're at and, and have a conversation so you can engage where, where, wherever you're at. Affordability and especially in an age of, of accessibility, right? And our, our region of the state is um, a very diverse community and um, we need to be able to attend to that and, and bring individuals along the journey. Yeah, definitely. If, if you're not accessible to the public, you're going to be forgotten along the way. And what's what's the point of that? You know, if you want to keep existing and making your little corner of Agreed. Wisconsin Agreed. even better. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know before you go just about women leaders or women up in their yeah, skill I would sets. just simply leave you with the fact that I, th- I think it's important that we continue the lifelong journey of learning and that that should never stop. And wherever you're at in that space, that I bet you we've got a place for you to plug in um, and engage with us. So I appreciate your time, Raina. You've been an absolute joy to get to know. I'm grateful for your initiatives in the space of helping empower more women and business owners who have a lot to offer our community and, and bring awareness to those types of Offering. So thank you. Thanks, Jess. Um, if you'd like to learn more again about Jess Lambrecht and everything that UW Green Bay offers, especially for women, please check our show notes. As always, if you like what you hear on You Betcha She Did, don't forget to share the show with a friend or leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. These positive reviews really help listeners find our show. The other great way to spread the love of our show is to share us with a friend and like us on social media. As always, thanks for listening to You Betcha She Did. Have a great rest of your week. Until next time.